0: All right. Finally, as you can see, we're having some technical difficulties here. Uh it is Friday though. That's the good thing, right? This is um this is going to be a good weekend, I think, getting ready for the holidays. I hope everybody has everything set as they look towards this next week. Change that. There we go. Um okay, so today we're going to we're going to talk with uh, Gayla Pruitt who has some really awesome projects going on, and I'm gonna see if I can get this screen situated so I can get her on here. So, so yeah. So what had happened is, as soon as I launched the program today, Gala, uh, it crashed. Everything froze on my computer. Oh wow! And I had to reboot it, and then it crashed again. So I had to reboot it. I just did a Windows update. Take a lesson. Never do a Windows update before you're going to do something because it will always come back to bite you in the proverbial you-know-where. Maybe
1: maybe we have really good things to say then. (laughs) We're having all this trouble. (laughs) Maybe that means we've good things.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that is. Well, we definitely do. Let me tell you what. Um, Folks, Gayla is too modest, so I'm going to make her blush here a little bit. So I read your book. I got... I, I told you I'd get it done and I'd read it before the show. I stayed up till two thirty in the morning. Oh
1: my, I'm so
0: sorry. No, it was awesome. Let me tell you what. Um, so the book we're gonna talk about the book and the and the movie you're working on. And the the titles Glimmer. And now this is where is too modest to So Gayla Proved is an award winning screenwriter and holds a graduate certificate in screenwriting from UCLA School of Theater, Film, and Television. Her screenplays have placed uh, as official selections in the, screenop- the Scriptapalooza competition, the Faith and Film International Festival, and the International Christian Film Festival, and it goes on. There's all kinds of great achievements that you've made, and um, you're just – you know, you're just uh, too humble of a person to really share what your experience is and uh and all the great projects that you've done. So folks, uh, my apologies for the, the technical issues, but we're gonna we're gonna dedicate the whole thing here to talk having this discussion. I'm gonna skip the commercials and if they wanna fire me, they can fire me. So um <laughs> Hope not. So, yeah. <laughs> so let me tell you, um, you know, I've been I've been covering I've been doing this for about three years now, and I've had on a gentleman named Sean McBriarty, uh who is, in my opinion, the number one current advocate and child advocate when it comes to education in the state of Maine. He's been on Tucker Carlson. He's been all over the place. And he, one of his main charges is the books that should not be in our school libraries. Mm. And this book should be in every school library. This book should be in, I would, you know, I look at the book and I, I would say it'd be great to put in say a middle school library. Oh, Thank you. And, um, because the, the lesson it teaches is, is so well done. And, um, it just needs to be there rather than all the trash that is there. So I don't know how much of this you want to expose as far as what the the book is, because you obviously want people to to read it and and to see the the film as well. So I'm going to leave that part of it up to you. But I, I, the gentleman with the white uh, suit and hair, you know, I, I kept seeing Morgan Freeman in my mind. He'd be perfect for that.
1: <laughs> that would be um, amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you already have, uh, Elvita yeah. King in there, right? Yeah. And she's, she's awesome. She's been on this show and, um, I used to watch her. She used to be on, um, uh, on Hannity a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, I don't watch Fox news as much as I did before, but, uh, but anyway she's uh she's an awesome person and it's exciting to see that she's a part of the project as well so so welcome gala it's good to have you here again my apologies for all the technical issues getting you on here
1: oh that's fine um, I, I appreciate you having me thank you
0: it's it's an honor and i tell you what um i had all kinds of news stories so i got to sort through my my stuff here but um i want to make sure to get to all of your links as well so what would you like to what would you like to hit first Do you have this Ohio voters article you want to talk about that a little bit first
1: yes i think um and that's to me why the story in glimmer is a sanctity of life thriller even though abortion is not mentioned at all in the story it's more of a life-affirming story and so i think with the reversal of roe v wade a lot of people have the impression that abortion is just going to go away and i think what's happening in the states right now really highlights that is not true and um, in case your listeners aren't aware, um, Ohio just enshrined um abortion into their state constitution. And they're not the first state that has done past measures since the reversal of Roe v. Wade. There are seven other states that have done that already. And even my home state, they are fighting to put a similar initiative on the ballot. Our Secretary of State is fighting that because of the wording, and that is another thing that I'm hearing. A lot of these um, measures are somewhat misleading. I mean, abortion's abortion, so I Of course think, they are. You know, but yes, they're Let's, misleading, and um, so sometimes people don't exactly even know what they're voting on, like yes is no, and no is yes, you know, that kind of a thing. Right. So um, an interesting thing, one of the organizations that i support had sent out an email and i really like this uh, quote that they had used in their email you know yes we're fighting to make abortion illegal but we want to make it unthinkable and so we can legislate it but we still it's a heart issue and i'm hoping the story and glimmer will make hearts realize what we're doing i don't know how we couldn't but a life is a life and just because they're not born yet their life is a life. God has planned that life and um if you want me to talk a little bit about the 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 book I can.
0: Yeah, before you do though, let's <laughs> let's let's just talk a little bit about the political side of this. So Ohio voters in trying abortion access and constitution and ladies statewide win for reproductive rights. It's always that's always really aggravated me. we're not talking about reproduction we're talking about not reproduction we're talking about termination of life we're not talking about reproductive rights
1: right
0: you know and uh the other thing that floors me as a dad is the and uh I probably anger people by saying this but the the dad is always forgotten in this and it it's uh it it takes a toll emotionally and mentally on on the guys as well mm-hmm. and you know, the the argument that this is my body is is one that's always driven driven me crazy as well because well you have a body inside of your body that mm-hmm. is also that's also has rights. And um so yeah, I don't know what the answer is. And uh, you know, I I, I love your approach because you're right, the value of life is what really seems to be the issue these days it's uh life has gotten cheaper all the way around the the value that we place on life is not the same anymore Mm -hmm. and um you know a lot of that i think there's this vacuum of faith um or at least a perceived vacuum of faith because that is the that is the projection that that they want to put out there right that you know Christianity is old and ever square and nobody does it anymore and blah 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 and
1: Well and I blame <laughs> us Christians. We're too silent. We don't speak up. Yeah. We don't vote. We don't make our voices heard. And I feel like on this issue, if we do not now, it will be so hard because once something is approved in your constitution. As you know, it's very hard to reverse that. And you mentioned the fathers and I agree with that, but I also believe the women end up a lot of the times being victims as well. I had
0: Oh sure they do. Um
1: and they don't tell them that. You know, they make them feel like sometimes this is the only answer and you're actually doing mm-hmm. the unselfish thing. And suicide rate is very high among women who have had abortions. And so I was at a rally um, oh, about a year ago in our state and they had an organization. And that's what they were trying to do is to quit um, to educate women who have had abortions and let them know there is help and educate people beforehand. Because it's not it's not it's often the women, it's not good for them either.
0: So, of course not. Yeah. I wasn't minimizing that. I, you know, the, um, the left is very good at this game mm-hmm. and you know, they use the term reproductive rights. They always use terms that sound really good, whether it's uh, you know, it, whether it's allowing illegals to come in and vote, they have some, you know, some name that everybody should be able to get behind and really it's destructive. And um, they're always good at that. And then, you know, let's just take at the very base level, let's take the term progressive. Well, they use progressive before that they used liberal and then liberal got some negative connotations. They switched to progressive. Now they switch it back, you know, and they're very good at that. And everything for them is an emotional issue. Well, and I, yeah. C- so I- the youth. So the youth is like, oh well, this is all about freedom for you and women have been oppressed and this is this is how to show your power as a individual and as a woman and this is, you know, for women's rights and everything else, which is a bunch of bullcrap, right? It's yeah. it's it's just it's just them using emotion again to to push their agenda. And let's not forget that the original agenda uh, agenda of Planned Parenthood was to murder blacks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh you know, and people can check it out and look at Margaret Sanger and Hillary Clinton's idol and, uh, you know, see that she's all about death. And that's what the that's what this is all about.
1: Well, and that's another uh, group that's been, um, you know, mis misused by that party and they tell them they're for them and no. <laughs> right. So and that's yeah. one of the things the article about in Ohio, they talk about that Democrats are. this is going to be their issue is is abortion and bringing abortion back and that people want that and according to a poll which i don't always agree with polls so Mm two-thirds of the people want to have uh, abortion rights in our country and if that's true i find that very sad and um i don't know that that's true but if it is then we need to do a better job of informing people about what we're doing we are killing babies it's not a choice it's a child and as you mentioned it's a separate body it's not that person's body they have a separate dna often they don't even have the same blood type so you know if that child was out running around would we think that 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 is okay and it's still the same child they're just not here yet they're not born yet but they're in there with god's plan for them
0: but when you have a a governor of a state who's a liberal and who comes out and says that you know he thinks that um, parents should be able to opt out of being parents up to 28 days after the birth of a child that's flat out cold-blooded murder yes and I don't know how people can be part of that party's pla- part of that party anymore. I mean, mm-hmm. in 2012, you may remember that there was a brief story about how the Democratic Party removed God from their platform completely. Right.
1: I've and, forgotten about that. Yes.
0: And they took a vote in the at the DNC convention, right? And, and um and that's something that barely got any press, but that tells you all you need to know. But this this is the this is the party of evil, and this is uh this is the party that um you know, and the Republicans. I mean, I'm I'm not, I don't even consider myself a Republican. I think there's so many rhinos. I believe in the Uniparty, right? I think right. that you know that they're not doing us any good either, right? Oh, um, definitely.
1: Well, and because a lot of <laughs> excuse me, a lot of the Republicans seem to be softening on abortion. And that's been the one thing to me that's attracted to me that, to that party is that they have stood for life. And I don't think that's always the case anymore. So I agree with you on that.
0: Another reason why they hate Trump, because he's probably the most vocally pro-life president we've ever had. Uh, Well, at least in modern times, when it was, uh, when it was in the norm to, you know, to be a solid Christian on the outside, Sure it was popular then, but um but Trump is is really is really taken that mantle up. He could be stronger than he is, but he has is stronger than than uh, anybody that's been there recently for sure. Um so I have a I have the trailer of the the video. I'd like to show that real quick and then we can continue from there.
1: Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm.
0: to my lord Send we don't have my a daughter right hand. why are you doing this to Until me all thine the doctors think you've had a break a, stone to rest a break free. a break from what the lord
1: forth from zion said how can you say that?
0: After you were the there almighty,
1: for all of it. Thine enemy.
0: <laughs> thine enemy?
1: I just want my daughter. You people come in offering.
0: In the morning of I want my, my, daughter, day, my daughter, my daughter, my daughter, my daughter. Holy clothed daughter. womb of
1: more. yours the two of
0: shall be. That was so well done. I really, I don't know if you could hear that or see that. Probably not with a Zoom thing that I have set up, but. Um that was really well done and, and um you know I love the I love the the storyline itself and the fact that it you know you're you're reading the story and you don't really realize what the intention is until you get to the end, which you know is uh is so well done. And I really appreciate the fact that you uh you know, you obviously have a strong Christian faith, and I know personally you've you've been through some really difficult times, and it's always amazing to see um the strength that people have and i know that you know having everybody goes through difficult times in life but um the strength that people have that they don't even know that they they have they kind of tap into it right and um and and walk with god basically and they find out that they're a lot more a lot stronger than they think they are so what what really um What really motivated you to do this project specifically because you've done several
1: um well actually and i wrote this before i lost my husband and he was a great supporter of all my projects but um well i mean what what could be more um important than preserving the life of babies and and children right. unborn children i so i felt like god laid this story in my heart and that's what keeps me going is is god and i know some people we say that kind of like but it is true when you have um great adversity if you don't have god in your life i don't know how people survive that so but this has been an issue that's always Um, I've always I didn't feel like I had done enough for but I've always felt like we should end it end abortion and um, I felt like God laid this story on my heart and so that's why I wrote the story and I was hoping to bring people in through storytelling as we know Jesus used stories parables and obviously my story is nothing compared to Jesus parables but when you um, you get people's emotions involved, it kind of brings other messages and maybe makes them listen when instead of just having facts and things like that. So that's what motivated me to write it.
0: Yeah, I think one of the strongest things about storytelling is you can, if you make it relatable to the person, uh, the person's life or people that they may know or have interacted with, it makes it much more important because they can't separate themselves from the storyline then, right and um, I think the the way that you brought the story about really was respectful of the value that life really has, and those things that we don't think about, you know. And as especially as parents, where you know every day is an adventure, right? right. And and um, but that that's what made that that made me think about you know my own history as a father and thinking about all the the times that were difficult or the times that were frustrating or whatever, you know, and uh, it was kind of equivalent to if you, I'm sure you have, but if you watched the, it's a wonderful life where you think about the impact, right. uh, On life. And uh, you know, I'd put it, I'd put it in that category where it really does make you think. And uh, it's, it's powerful. So you probably underestimate it because you're such a humble person, but, it's to me, it's an awesome project, and I know that you have. Um, let me see if I can get this website up here. Uh, let's see. You've got a a website to get people in, to invest in this project specifically, and like I said, I have so many news stories. Bear with me a second.
1: Well, I, I appreciate you mentioning It's a Wonderful Life. That's one of my favorite films. Is it really? And yes. And I always kind of when I tell people about the story, I mean, it you know, I don't compare it to that other than its it's got some elements like that. And it's kind of that verse meets the Christmas carol because you have revelations through different entities and stuff throughout the film and in the story you know as you know um margo is searching for a daughter everyone else said never existed and so my goal was to take the audience on a journey and um sort of like when we hear that a child is lost and the whole neighborhood comes Mm -hmm. to to search for that child if you two two three year old child you've heard news stories like that and everyone comes out and i wanted them to feel that and And at the end, there is a revelation, and so, but I wanted them to feel that and then to realize that two year old child is the same child inside a mother's tummy. It just hasn't had a chance to be out yet so that that's mm-hmm. the goal of that is to take the audience on a journey. You don't know does she have a child? Are people trying to do something to her? Um, but you do find out at the end
0: right that's that's a very good description of it. Uh, without giving everything away so so, so uh, moviebank.tv is the website i have it up on the screen now you can't see it but it's there and uh folks if you want to go you can check it out i'll put the link in the description below after the show and i do that because people can look at the description ahead of the show and then they can yeah anyway i'll put it in there after the show okay thank you yes. <laughs> but uh Go ahead. That's uh through the Christian
1: Ministry Alliance. And um since I've partnered with them on raising the funds, the funds do qualify for a tax donation, a tax deductible donation. And um so that gives people a way to give and possibly get a tax, you know, deduction at the same time.
0: Right. That's awesome. Yeah, so I I encourage people to go ahead and check this out and and you know, contribute whatever you can. It's a worthy cause for sure. One of the most important causes I think we have right now in our country again, because you know what are your thoughts on on why we're we're at where we're at today as far as the as far as the 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 gap between you know the understanding of how valuable life really is and you know where we find ourselves?
1: Well, I mean we know there is a force in this world and um, an, an evil force and um i feel like once we allowed abortion in our society that really opened the door for all kinds of you know we don't care about life if you're going to kill your own children (laughs) and and that's what it is we sanitize it in our society and call it a choice or like you said reproductive rights but that's what we're doing we're killing our children and once we do that um there was a, a surgeon general uh, C. Everett Koop, I believe, was his name. And he talked about mm-hmm. once you start allowing abortion, that all life loses value. And, you know, as we've talked on this show before about how um, in hospitals, it seems like life is not as important to the people caring for people anymore. And when you find doctors saying hasten death, you know, they they admit to hastening death, which is a nice way to me saying you killed someone if you're hastening their death.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, right.
1: Yeah. So I just feel like once we've done that, it's a slippery slope and it's been going on for way too long. And um, so.
0: So I, what is the you know, what is the uh, what do you think is the appropriate age to, to really start instilling the values? Well, not the values necessary, but to address the issue head on with with our own children, because that's where it really that's where it really has to happen to make Mm -hmm. it stop. Right. So, so I love the fact that your, your book was written in a way that, you know, it really does make you think and it will make young, younger kids, you know, or adolescents think as well. And, um, I think that's a, that's a brilliant place to put it. And we need to, we need to make sure that we get that message out because the greatest impact is probably with the kids. And what, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Well, I agree with you. And obviously that needs to start in the home, too. And I know um some people, I mean, I have people that work in, in the schools and I know not everyone can do that. But I think that's why a lot of parents are also turning to homeschool because that way they can instill those um, values in their children without the competing voices of life doesn't matter and other um, liberal ideas. So I do think I really like what's happening in the country with um, people getting involved in their local school board elections. And I think it really needs to start grassroots in your community. And people are starting to pay more attention, including me about what's happening right in your own neighborhood. We have, we live in a very conservative area. <laughs> and we had some issues even with our library and um there was a transgender person reading stories to children in our very conservative area and the librarians defended that uh, action so i think people are waking up and i think they are starting to make their voices heard and i do think we can make an impact locally and that will grow to nationally know your share of all those things so um, I am encouraged by that and I think there is hope in that that people I think in America we know America we think these things can't happen and now we're seeing they are happening and people are busy they're trying to take care of their children they're trying to make a living and but when we see all our rights are going away we know we have to, to stand up and make our voices heard
0: well, they certainly are, and I think yeah, I've been talking about that for the past couple of days now, that that specifically, you nailed it right, hit it right in the head, that um Americans are waking up to the fact that they can't take things for granted anymore, and they're waking up to the fact that, yes, this evil really does exist, and it's not just abortion, it's all kinds of issues, right? And um uh at the same time, we have these issues that are difficult to, to actually decide. So the Supreme Court, you know, one of the stories, uh, the Supreme Court decided that I was gonna talk about earlier was that, um, you know, they want they, they said that uh, Florida can't enforce their law about not presenting to, you know, trans ideas and stuff to children, right? But it was talking specifically at a restaurant, right? Mm-hmm, wow. So, so you get into this you get into this um situation that this is a business owner's decision, right? And mm-hmm. then you get into free speech rights and everything else. So there's that, but then it's a completely different issue when it's a public library. Yes. Right?
1: Because we support yeah. that with our tax
0: dollars. So exactly. So so I I think as conservatives we have to be honest. About if we're if if we want uh, the right to free speech, we have to be we have to accept it in right. in every case. Right. So uh, in this case, you have a business owner make that decision. Well, I will decide then as a parent that I'm not going to ever go to that restaurant. Right. Fine. You know, whatever. <laughs> right. But uh, so we got all these issues going on at the same time and there's not enough. Honesty in reporting that so people can actually make an informed decision on where they even stand with it, because everything's a competition of, uh, you know, of of, of agendas of hidden agendas and and not so hidden agendas. Right. It's, uh, you know, it's it's something that uh, our media has abandoned us on.
1: Well and that's uh, very frustrating for me because I used to work in broadcast journalism years ago and um when I did that I mean we were very conscientious about telling both sides of the story we you're not even supposed to use descriptive words you tell the facts and anymore it is like everything's an editorial not presented that way it's presented but they use the, they tell their opinions they're not supposed to do that and even when they don't do that So many times the reporting is not, um, just reporting. And, and sometimes that happens on both sides, more conservative. We shouldn't have conservative and liberal news media. We should just have the news and you present it and let people make up their own minds. But yes, there's a, with all the information in the world we have, to me, there's a vacuum of just unbiased. This, these are the facts and. Right. It's insulting to people. We we can make up our own minds, and we should be allowed to do that. That's what makes a democracy, not deception. And I feel like that's what so much of it is anymore is deception.
0: Yeah, the mainstream, you know, for sure. I mean, there's always going to be opinion shows, and as long as as long as they say, hey, this is my opinion, right. I don't have a problem with that. But Right. But you're right, I mean that the the reason why there are now so many conservative shows is because there was a vacuum there there a vacuum. was a side that wasn't being wasn't being told and um so you know usually we talk about all these things and these these issues that are are not fun to talk about and and you know people talk about you know you people say, well, you talk about things that are wise problems or negative or whatever so I have a, a a good thing for you I want to share with you okay. So, Jesus, the world's most translated film, at the milestone of 2,100 languages set to go further using AI. So, AI has been in the news lately and the potential evils of AI. So, here's a, here's on the good side. So, the 1979 film Jesus has reached an amazing milestone that might give all of us a bit of hope for this world. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to read it over on the screen because my eyes are so bad. The Campus Crusade for Christ produced film has now become the most translated film in movie history. Campus Crusade for Christ has reported that the film starring Brian Deacon in the lead role has just been translated into the. I'm not going to even be able to pronounce this. um, war wara Annie language which is spoken by approximately three thousand indigenous people of the amazonian uh
1: um, wow
0: ecuador according to the c b so yeah so the um uh, the, they're hitting every language possible and i think that's awesome and, and it's awesome. become the it's become the most watched translated movie of all time uh and see that's so, the
1: power of storytelling
0: Yes. So that's why I shared this with you, because by 2025, more than 10 billion people will have seen the movie.
1: Wow. That is amazing. And that is good news. So thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's and that is the power of storytelling. And it, it's also the power of faith. Yeah. And, you know, I mentioned before that, you know, there's a lot of a lot of. uh a lot of uh, talk out there that, you know, Christianity is is over with and done with. And we see all the attacks on Christianity and everything else. Well, uh, 10 billion people speaks for itself. Yeah, so it sure does. Well, sure and all does. the
1: success of so many of the recent uh, films as well. I think it should show. Hollywood, if you want to call it that there is a demand for these kinds of stories, sound of freedom. Um, there's another one coming out called the shift, and I think it's got a lot of, um, support. And then even the, um, the blind with the uh, Robertsons, I think it did really well. So I think that should, and money talks, you know,
0: so. yeah, right? Well, Mel Gibson, probably the biggest example in the last yep. 10 years, right? I mean, okay. he, him and Kirk Cameron—they're constantly under attack, but right. yet their movies do awesome. Yeah,
1: and Jim Caviezel too, because he speaks out yeah. for a lot of things, and he was in *The Sound of Freedom*, and that movie did phenomenal. I think 250 maybe million, 250 million at the box office. So, um, and I think it was a 12 million dollar, 15 million dollar film to produce. So it it did amazingly well too. So it was, um, you know profitable as well as having a good it wasn't a good message i guess but it's a message that we don't need to turn our eyes away from and right we need to to try to make things change there
0: right so glimmer again is you know is a, is a it's a great message to send it's a great message to share with your kids it'd be an awesome it'd be an awesome book to read with your kids it'd be something that um Something that will really set a good foundation for discussion, I think. So, thank you for for being on to talk about it, and thank you for thank you. for such an important project and going through with it. Um, so, tell us what is in store for this project. What, how does this proceed, and what is your normal avenue to get this? get this going get this out there
1: well um funding i mean you've got to have funding and so that's where i'm at right now is trying to raise the funds and um we do have the support of dr Avita king she has agreed to do a cameo role and she is awesome like you had mentioned before and so that's where we're at right now i reached out to some other people but until we have funding there's really not a lot more that i can do at this point so um it kind of all depends on that and um if anyone is interested in the book i do have a link on my website They can go to amazon but sometimes it's kind of hard to find on amazon
0: i'd rather Um, not support amazon anyway
1: but um well (laughs) that's where it is so um to buy but um and i think other other bookstores have it as well so um
0: Okay, well, you've got uh, so I'm going to show this real quick. This is uh, uh GaylaPruitt.com. You can check that out, and so it's under Floodwater Productions, which is your your uh, company that you do the the films under. Right. And all your projects are here, or at least the ones that are most recent. Vitamin C as well. You've been on to talk about. Right. Uh, which which is good. Also an awesome project. So. Folks, if, if you want to support somebody that is just plain doing good in the world, Gala is one of those people. So, you know, please, as conservatives, you I, know, I don't mean to insult people, but it's the truth, conservatives are some of the cheapest people. And, and, you know, uh, this is one not to be cheap with because this is critically important and the mindset of our children, you know, this is – this would be a, a great victory to, to take as far as we can. One thing that I did with with my film that I, I, I don't know if you do, um, but in, put it in theaters and uh, show, you know, there's a theater. Uh, there's a lot of uh, those old theaters that people have bought up, and they show, you know, different films, and you can uh, even rent out theaters and stuff, right, which, of course, takes funding. But um, this would be, I think this would be one that would really get people in and uh well, I'll you. help you do I'll help you do whatever I can with it. I'll show your trailer or i'll you know just let me know what I can do to help because um like I said, I really believe in it, and I think it's an important project and I'd be happy to be part of the
1: well thank you for the much. solution well, we have the crew, and we could do it. We just need the funding so the crew, right. I did have an amazing crew that worked on that a trailer with me so and they would be the ones at this point that's who we're working together to get the film produced so
0: yeah, that was fantastic. They Thank did you. a great job. Yes, they did. <laughs> so anything anything else you'd like to say in closing? We're already at the end, unfortunately. So
1: I just um keep up the good fight, everyone. Um try to enjoy the people you have in your life and um try to search what our purpose is here because as I've experienced, you know, this life is but a vapor and we're here to do good and I try to remember that. I don't always remember that, and I hope everyone has a wonderful Thanksgiving.
0: Well, thank you. You have a wonderful Thanksgiving as well, and you know you're you're on the show regularly, so we'll talk again for sure. And um, I'd like to to keep getting updates from you on how we're doing, okay. how you're doing on the on the project itself, and what you have planned in the future. So God bless you. Thank you for being here. Sorry for the technical issues and getting this thing going, uh, but. Uh, We'll definitely talk again. Thanks a lot, Galen. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Okay. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, that's all the time we have, folks. I appreciate you being with me today. And, again, I apologize for the technical issues that uh, come up. And that's one thing that you just never know what <laughs> what's going to be thrown at you. So I appreciate your patience. We will see you on Monday. Have a great weekend. And uh, God bless you all. Have you ever...